the Productive Woman, episode 411. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This week, we're going to talk about how we can improve our productivity by asking the right questions of ourselves. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 411. This episode is brought to you by Calm. And let me ask this question. Was being more mindful and perhaps meditating more regularly one of your intentions for this year? If so, how's that going for you? Well, whether you're crushing your goals or need a little boost in this area, Calm can help. With Calm, you can jumpstart or continue your meditation practice and find peace of mind today. And that's why I'm so glad to be partnering this year with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to help give you the tools that improve the way you feel. You can reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus with curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. And they have those for adults and for children, so you might want to try this out with your kids. They even offer their new daily movement sessions, which are specifically designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. And if you go to calm.com slash TPW, you'll get a special offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription. They add new content every week, so you never get bored with the resources that are available to you through the Calm app on your smartphone or other device. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds, and I'm very happy to be one of them. Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. As I've mentioned many times, I love the Calm sleep stories. I actually used one last night to help me get to sleep. In addition to those, on those particularly stressful days, I am very grateful for how Calm can help me take just just a few minutes to slow down, to breathe, to release that stress and tension and reconnect with the moment. I especially appreciate the wide variety of guided meditations and breathing exercises available in the Calm app. So whether I have 30 minutes to take care of my mind or only 60 seconds to to de-stress a little bit, there are options for me in that app. I can quickly search for what I need from all the various categories like stress relief, self-care, focus, inner peace, or work, to name just a few. And using this is just a little pause for some self-care that can make a real difference during the rest of my day. And for listeners of this podcast, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off the Calm Premium subscription at calm.com slash TPW. That's calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash TPW for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. Once again, that's calm.com slash TPW. I hope you'll give it a try and let me know what you think. Uh, I'd love to know whether you find it as helpful as I do. All right, let's get into our topic this week. 
Earlier this week, when I was searching for something else on the internet, I came across a post called The Power of Asking Yourself Questions. Unfortunately for me, the article itself was behind a paywall. I'll put a link to it in case you're a member of that site. So I couldn't read the whole article, but the teaser on the homepage of it caught my attention. There, the writer said, humans have an incredible capacity to reflect on their own self, their thoughts, emotions, habits, and relationships. It's exactly this self-awareness that makes us so intelligent and gives us the ability to adapt to our environment so effectively. And like I said, that really caught my attention, and I very much agree with that concept. To me, one of the keys to a meaningfully productive life, a life that matters, is awareness, awareness of self, awareness of our environment, you know, awareness in general. It is so easy in these modern times to go through life on autopilot, um, just reacting to things that happen to us and around us. And then look back and think, well, that wasn't how I meant to live my life. And I don't think any of us want that. And so anything we can do to raise our own awareness, our own consciousness in any given moment is, I think, a good thing for those of us who want to be productive in all the best senses of the word, both getting the things done that we care about, but also in making a life that matters. When we are aware we can then exercise the other key to meaningful productivity, which is intentionality. And by that, I mean choosing on purpose how to show up in the world and what to do with the precious life we've been given. And so as this uh, article that I mentioned kind of refers to, one way to be helpful in that process to become more aware is to ask some questions of ourselves. And I thought of some questions that I want to be asking myself that I, you know, some of them I already do. Some of them, as I thought about this, I thought I want to add this kind of to my day as well, to my process of trying to become more aware and intentional about how I'm living my life. And so here are a few that I came up with. The first one is, what am I grateful for? And that's a question to ask yourself anytime in the moment, uh, but certainly at the beginning of the day. We've discussed this before. Uh, For instance, see episodes 167 and 270, and we'll put links to those in the show notes if you want to go back and check those out. But one of the things we've discussed is the fact that there's so much research that shows that grateful people tend to be happier, healthier, and more productive. And for many of us, and I'm one of these people, gratitude is something that has to be intentionally cultivated. It doesn't just come naturally to some of us. And so I try to ask myself this question first thing in the morning, for sure. What am I grateful for today? Uh, But then also throughout the day, whenever I find myself getting angry or frustrated or discouraged or just down, Pausing for a moment to ask myself this question, what am I grateful for, can prevent that negative thought 
from taking over and just spiraling me down into a bad day. And so I encourage you to, if you don't already do this, ask yourself at the beginning of the day, the end of the day, or whenever you find yourself kind of in negative emotions that don't, you know, that don't serve you, that you don't feel good about, stop for a moment, whatever the situation might be and say, what, what am I grateful for right now? Even in this situation I didn't choose or this circumstance that I'm, you know, not happy about, what can I find to be grateful for? And we can do that even like in in situations with when we have conflict f- with our spouse or with our kids or who are with a coworker or something, when we find ourselves in conflict and feeling angry and and you know, whatever emotions we may be having about that person, we can take a step back and ask that question. All right, this person did this thing I don't like, but what am I grateful for about this person? What am I grateful for about my husband or about this child or about my boss or my coworker, whatever it might be in any situation, this is a great question to stop and ask and sort of reset our thinking before we proceed. Another great question that can be helpful in, in in improving our productivity is to to ask ourselves what's the most important thing today. Now this one helps with focus, I think. On any given day there are probably lots of things on our to-do list, many commitments and obligations, many needs and interests calling for our attention. And we can get sidetracked in many ways, you know, uh, sidetracked away from the most important thing by other important things. It's not always the, you know, the silly things that get in the way. Sometimes it's good things that get in the way of the best. So it's a valuable exercise to early in the day, review our calendar very quickly in our lists and make sure we have a handle on all the things we need and want to do that day. But when we do that quick review, stopping for, you know, just a, just a moment to ask this question, what's the most important thing today? That can help us evaluate that list or those appointments, adjust if necessary, and then move forward with intention and purpose. This reminds me or is similar to Gary Keller's question in his great book, The One Thing that we've talked about before. The question he suggests that we ask ourselves at various times is, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? So this is a little bit of a riff on that question. It's another great one to ask. But, you know, for for our purposes today, first question is, what am I grateful for? Second one is, what's the most important thing today? Among all the important things, and maybe not so important things that we have on our mind, what's the most important thing? And get that clear in our minds as we move forward. A third question we can ask ourselves is, what's one thing I can do today to be better? And I, as I thought of that question, I, th- I think of what we talked about last week from the book Atomic Habits, his idea of improving just 1%. You know, we're not shooting for perfection in any area of our lives, but as long as we're alive, we can keep growing, improving, and expanding our scope and our abilities. So pick any area of your life, you know, what's, and ask yourself, what's one thing I can do today 
to be better in this area. So for me, what can I do? What's one thing, one little thing I can do today to be a better lawyer or a better writer, a better wife, a better mom, a better believer, a better citizen, a better friend, just a better human, a better daughter to my mother, whatever area you want to focus on in a given day, what is one thing you can do to be better in that area? And it can be a small thing. Maybe you'll send a note or an email or even just a quick text to a friend you know is going through a hard time to be a better friend or someone that you haven't connected with in a while or your mom. Or maybe you'll choose to do a few extra reps or a few minutes more on the elliptical at the gym to to be better physically. Uh, Maybe you want to improve your uh, professional skills, and so you'll read one journal article relevant to your own professional development. Or maybe you'll eat a salad for lunch instead of a burger. Whatever it is, you know, something in an area of your life that's important to you, ask yourself in the morning, what's one thing I can do today to be better, just a little bit better in that area? Um, There was another version of this question I found in an article from Entrepreneur Online, uh, and I'll put a link to that article in the show notes. And there they suggest asking this question, how can I grow today? Another way to look at that. What's one little thing you can do to just grow and improve a little bit? A fourth question that's uh, worthwhile to ask yourself uh, early on in the day, how do I want to feel today? Um, this is about recognizing that how we feel is up to us. Our emotions are a result of the thoughts we think. And this question reminds us of that and shakes up that habit of letting our circumstances dictate our feelings, which then, you know, control our actions, drive our actions. So asking myself in the morning, how do I want to feel today? I want to, maybe I want to feel at peace. Maybe I want to feel energetic. Maybe I want to feel excited. Maybe I want to feel loved. Um, Whatever it might be, just give some thought to that. How do I want to feel today? And the, you know, the subsequent question, of course, is what can I do to make sure I feel that way? Not relying on something else or my circumstances to, to control it, but what can I do if I want to feel energetic today, or if I want to feel loved, or if I want to feel you know, peaceful. What can I do today to make sure that's how I feel? Again, taking control of our own emotions is a wonderful thing. Uh, The fifth question uh, that I came up with on my list, and I'm trying to be grammatically correct here. And so this question is, whom can I help today? I think that's a great question to ask every day. Uh, I think of the John Stuart Mill quote from one of the books we talked about last week, uh, in which he talks about how the people most likely to find happiness aren't the people who are looking for it, but the people who are looking for the betterment of something or someone else outside themselves. Um, And I've always thought the quickest way to get past our own internal miseries is to look outside ourselves and put our attention on someone else. For example, you know, one of my things, and this is on my mind because I'm I'm leaving uh, in a couple of weeks to go to a legal conference. And um, I am 
and always have been, uncomfortable in large groups of people I don't know, um, such as when I have to attend a conference or some event like that. You know, they usually have the cocktail hour or the social hour where everybody gathers around and is standing around talking. And I, I like people. And I'm, I, I especially enjoy people one-on-one or in small groups of, you know, for discussion, but I'm just terrible in that kind of setting. And I feel self-conscious and awkward. So what I have found, the best way to get past that is to, um, when I walk into this room that I've been dreading, to look around the room's perimeter for someone else who might be feeling the same. Maybe they're sitting or standing alone. So I will, instead of trying to sort of break into one of the groups of people who are talking, I might go find that person and introduce myself and say hi and try to start a conversation. But by getting um, outside my own head and looking for someone else to help or to, you know, to connect with, I get past my own discomfort in the situation. And I think that's true in so many situations when we're lonely, maybe the way to get past that is to think of someone else who, who, who might be lonely, whether it's the shut-in, you know, older neighbor down the street or whoever it might be. So ask yourself, whom can I help today? And it doesn't have to be something big, but think about, can I look at the grocery store cashier in the eye and smile at her instead of, you know, looking at my wallet and getting my credit card out and messing with my groceries? Can I offer the FedEx guy a bottle of cold water? Can I help that frazzled young mom at the store or on the plane or the the subway? Can I send a friendly message to my kid's teacher or call a friend I haven't spoken to in a while? Or let that person on the highway on-ramp get in in front of me. Maybe I could bring a coworker a cup of coffee. What is something, who is someone I can do something kind for, help out in some way? And I think simply by asking that question, especially if we ask it early in the day, we can prime ourselves to notice opportunities to help make someone's day a little better. And that really does contribute to our efforts to make a life that matters. The sixth question that I came up with in my list is a question to ask many times a day, uh, especially when you finish a task or sometimes when you're in the middle of doing something. And that question is this, what is the best use of my time right now? What that does is help us stay aware and awake and present in the moment and help make sure that we're not sacrificing the best for the good or the not so good. And so asking ourselves when we're doing something, is this the best use of my time right now? Or, sh- or sh- could I be doing something else that would reap more dividends for me or for someone else or for my goals or whatever it might be? So certainly whenever you finish a task and you're getting ready to start doing something else, to pause for just a second and say, okay, what would be the best use of my time right now? And follow up on that. Now, sometimes the best use is to take a break or a nap, and I would encourage you to keep that in mind. But I think it's a great question to ask ourselves. The seventh question I came up with is one um, to ask yourself when things kind of don't go to plan, don't happen the way you wanted them to or expected them to. And that question is, what can I learn from this? 
And this is a great question for me to to try and remember. I personally don't do very well with things not going to plan. I'm a planner. I like to plan. I like to know what to expect in any given situation and be prepared for it. And um, when things don't go the way I had expected or planned, I, I don't cope well. If, if it's a failure on my part, um, that embarrasses me. And change, unexpected change, disrupts me and kind of gets me feeling off balance. And in either case, I can easily spend hours, even days, wallowing in that embarrassment or that, that um, off-balanced dis-ease. And sometimes I let myself do that. But the best way for me to stop that unproductive wallowing is to ask myself what I can learn from the situation, what I can do better, or what I can change so that this doesn't happen again if it's a failure on my part, or what can I learn from my reaction when things unexpectedly change, uh, or when the plan just doesn't work. So for me, that's such a centering kind of question if I stop and, and I think, okay, I can acknowledge that for me, this sucks, whatever this happened, whether it's because I failed in some way, let somebody down, the thing I was trying to do didn't work the way I wanted, or our plans changed, whatever it might be. If I can pause for a moment and ask myself, all right, what can I learn from this? Um, Whatever that might be, it's going to help prevent me from as I said, wallowing in embarrassment or frustration or uh, aggravation or just whatever emotion I might be feeling because I can focus on how I can grow and develop and improve from the situation. If it's a failure, um, something I tried to do but uh, didn't do well at, all right, what can I learn from that? Can I try again? Can I be, you know, the Thomas Edison who says, all right, I know all these different ways that won't work to make a light bulb. Now I've learned one that doesn't work. What can I do differently next time so that it works? Or if I've let somebody down because I didn't meet a deadline or I didn't do as good a job as I should have, maybe what I can learn is I needed to start sooner or I needed to ask more questions so that I could do a better job. Whatever it is we can learn from the situation is a positive thing to take out of what might be seen and and experienced as a negative situation. And finally, the last question I came up with for this list is, what can I do today that will prepare me for what's happening tomorrow or next week or next month? This is really kind of a practical like time and energy management kind of question that gets us out of the habit of just dealing with things as they come up and and always having last minute deadlines that turn into fire drills. What we can do here is simply take a moment to look ahead a week or a month or even just to tomorrow, but but especially to next week or to next month to see what's on the agenda what, what's coming up that I need to prepare for and think about what's some little thing I can do today to be more ready when the time comes so that I'm doing a little bit over time instead of having to do a last minute crazy, you know, rush to, to get this thing done. So whether it's a trip that you're taking or a holiday coming up that um, you want to celebrate with friends or family 
or a project at work or a a paper you're going to write for school or something like that, instead of only looking at what's due today, look ahead. Try to save some time in your day to look ahead, say 30 days, or look at least look ahead to next week and think, what's coming up that I could do something about today? Um, gather the materials for that project or uh, make a reservation for that trip, whatever it might be. Uh, what is something I can do today that will help me be more prepared for what's happening tomorrow, next week, and next month? Uh, it helps uh, us be more organized, more relaxed, and, and less you know, stressed out because everything gets put off to the last minute. So those are some questions that I came up with, and I am not suggesting that you spend all day asking questions, but I think adding one or two of these at a time into your daily practice, making a habit of asking these daily or, you know, at the appropriate times can really reap positive results for you. One article I read recently, which I will also link in the show notes, quoted Voltaire as saying, judge a man by his questions rather than by his answers. The article's author noted that, and I'm quoting the article here, a fulfilled life isn't so much determined by what you know as it is by how willing you are to learn. The most obvious way to learn is by asking questions. And this is true of a subject matter that you want to learn more about, uh, a skill you want to learn more about, other people that you want to learn more about, but it's also true of becoming more self-aware and learning more about yourself and your goals and your plans. Asking questions can help us do that and help us to be more productive on a day-to-day basis. So those are my thoughts. I wonder, what do you think? Are any of these questions helpful to you? Or can you suggest another question that might be helpful to us as we each work on making our lives meaningfully productive in the way that we want to? I'd love it if you'd share those with us. You can do that in the comments section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 411. Uh, or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. Um, You can also do this in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group if you're a member there. Uh, Of course, as always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'd love to hear from you. Remember, for listeners of this show, Calm is offering that exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription. You can go to calm.com slash TPW to learn more about that. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash TPW for 40% off unlimited access to their entire library. Uh, Join me and check them out. That's once again, calm.com slash TPW. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. I hope you felt like it was a worthwhile use of your time. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. Matter.